Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Kid Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me today is... Squidman Cooper. Ugh. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time, Daddy. Put me on the spot. Squidman Cooper. <laughs> uh, joining me today, as always, is Solomon Cooper, and today we're going to have a very brief... Because very that's how brief. much time it uh, deserves to be talked about. Brief down in the reef. Oh, God. <laughs> what? It just keeps getting worse. We're going to be having a very brief discussion on what was one of the largest opening or weekends on Memorial Day or Memorial Day weekends of Disney's live action remake of The Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Hooray, um, hooray. I want to say off rip, rip that this is not going to be a conversation about how much I hate all these live action remakes, which I do. Uh, and certainly not about the bizarre insistence that um, some people on the internet have for uh, animated fantasy characters only being of whatever race they wanted them to be or they were in the animated movie. Um, you know, the reason that uh, the Little Mermaid was white in the original movie, do you know why? Uh, because they were racist? Uh, no, because the man drew her that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not because um, that's what color mermaids are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get that out of the way. And um, I want to make sure that nobody thinks that has anything to do with my feelings about this movie. And I also want to say that uh, Haley, Hallie Bailey yes. um, was quite phenomenal, quite great as, uh, as Ariel. Excellent, I'd say. Um, Voice, immaculate. Yeah. There is a huge problem, I think, with the movie, and that is that um, the good things from the movie are all the things that were already good about the animated movie, mm -hmm. and almost every single thing that was added to the movie for the live action um, was either just as good as that, but usually made it actively worse. Sure. And I would say one of the biggest thing you didn't agree with this, but I thought one of the biggest problems was that the Little Mermaid, if uh, all of you remember the story, spends about a third of the movie almost without her voice because she makes the deal with Ursula the Sea Witch. Mm -hmm. And I just think that every single aspect of that part of the movie was worse. And there's nothing that... Hallie or Haley Bailey could have is it Haley Bailey? 
Hallie Bailey. Yeah. Yeah, it's Hallie. Haley Bailey is cannot be her name. <laughs> Hallie Bailey. There's just no no amount of work that she could have done with the shallow material that's already there to make it as fun as it was in the animated version. Because at the end of the day, she's a human being, and you can't animate a human being's face the same way you can a cartoon character's face. And you can't emote the same way. Yeah, like all of the fun stuff from the movie where she's like trying to go to dinner parties and she doesn't know how to use a fork. They cut all that out. And yes, there's a little bit more, we get a little bit more texture to the nature of the island that yes. Prince Eric lives on. But other than that, we, we don't get any of the fun scenes and character work that happened in the original movie. Yes. Um, so anyway, anyway, I've gone on a rant. We're not going to make this very long. So, oh my God, it's only been three minutes. I feel like I've been talking about the movie for an hour. <laughs> it felt like it over here as well. Um why did you just pass it on to me? Just not, no. There's some things that I want to say. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about uh, some of the new songs, I think. I think that'd be fun Okay. do. I really like, what were your opinions on Princess Princess Eric? Prince's, Prince Eric's new song. Couldn't hum you a bar of it. Nobody will ever think about it tomorrow. Wait, were you there? Yes. Or did you go to the bathroom in the middle of it? I was there. You were? Uh-huh. Okay, good. I feel like you went into the bathroom. It was fine-ish while it was happening. I liked it. I didn't think it was anything super duper duper. Can you hum me a single bar about it? No, but I remember liking it. A single bar about it. (laughs) I didn't even ask you to sing me a bar from the song. I want you to sing me a song. Sing me a song about the song. Hum you a song about the song. Yeah. Um, I liked it mainly because I'm a baritone, and that was a very obviously baritone song, and I felt like I could have sung that song very easily. Not like the same goodness, but sing it in general. Um, So I was just excited to hear a new fun baritone song. And... Um, but yeah, I didn't think it was anything super crazy. I didn't think I don't think it's gonna be a new smash hit. It won't. On no the one. Will, no one even remembers it now. <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't know the name of it. Everyone forgot about the song one second after it was over. What about that scuttlebutt song? So the scuttlebutt song is like a like rappy yeah. song. It's very, 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 very Lynn Miranda Manuel. Yeah. We should also talk about that bird. What's his name? Say it for everyone to hear. The seagull? Yeah. What was his name? Scuttles? Scutter? His name's not Scuttles. Scuttle? What is it? Scoot. It's not Scooter. (laughs) Anyway, what does it matter? Yeah, that bird is played by Aquafina, Mm -hmm. which I personally thought was the weirdest choice Mm -hmm. ever made. By anyone. Why did you just skip past the Scuttlebutt song? You just said the song. And then I said, was just letting them know that the bird was played by that person, and that song is sung by the bird. Oh, well, you said, let's talk about Scuttlebutt, and you said, and then can we talk about this bird? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's sung by Aquafina. It's so it's, rap by it's, it's fun and kind of catchy in the way that all of his songs are, but it just sounded so derivative of his own music. So sure. even when he's being derivative of himself, it's still pretty fun, but I kind of was starting to feel... Um, a little bit fatigued by that. Really? Yeah. So really it's been like, like so it. many. It's like he's like writing every single Disney movie soundtrack, and this like they're starting to feel pretty familiar. I don't feel so. Don't, I, I still like him. I'm just saying that that song specifically did not feel like he was flexing his creative muscles. Let's just say that. And on top of that, it happens in the most bizarre <laughs> time in the movie. It's this very jokey, very silly. Um, like rap song about gossiping. Yeah, 
and it takes place like what directly after some no, horrible tragedy right before the tragedy because the, the scuttlebutt is about said tragedy okay it's the part whenever she finds out that uh, Eric's getting married to that Ursula lady yes but and right after she kills his dad kills her dad right um, I don't think so Maybe not. No. Yeah, you're right. Cause it happens at the very end. Yeah, you're just wrong. Yeah. Well, either way, something so bunch of bad things. It was happened. just a weird for you because you knew you knew it was about to happen because we saw him see her. Yeah. And then they got married, and so you were just like, "Oh, this is a fun song," and I was like, "Oh, this is sad again." Yeah, it's a weird. It was just weirdly placed. I thought the song was fun, catchy, but it wasn't but, a weird but, spot. But you probably can't sing that either. I was like, "No, I got this going." Yes, exactly. Um, was there another new song? I feel like there is one more. There might have been, but I can't think of it. Yeah. So, so again, like I said, added nothing to the movie, and some actively made it worse. Let's talk about... Uh, the fact that it's live action. Yeah, the big elephant in the room, which is that by choosing to not just do live action, they went the Lion King route and decided to do photorealistic live action. It created a entire cast of... Characters that were beloved in the original movie who just either fall flat or are in some ways outright appalling to look at. So let's talk about our good friend Flounder. Um, mm -hmm. He's a fish, as we all know. And something that you may know about fish is that they have no thoughts. And whenever you look at a fish, it doesn't seem like they have any emotions whatsoever. Yeah, they, kind of they don't. They are fish. Yeah, they had that dead-eyed look. Yep, and now we get to watch another sad, empty fish talk. Yep, and it just seems ridiculous. It's it's in I, some cases horrifying. I liked it only because I thought it was so unbelievably funny to watch an a, just a no-brain thing speak to me. There's something about the way that his eyes feel so empty. Was just funny, just yeah. Because he can't emote at all. They they could only make it's like with the what happened, the problem they have with the Lion King, when you don't exaggerate their features in any way because you're trying to make go for photorealism. A fish has no ability to emote. You've never been looking in a fish tank and started laughing because a fish made a funny face at you. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it can't do anything. And then the part where he's like flopping in the boat trying to tell her a thing in the movie that's funny and he's like sitting on his belly, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Well, it's not funny. It's just he's just there sitting on his belly. Yeah. But in this, it was like horrible because now he's alive and he's flopping there like a fish that's, that's <laughs> dying. But he's just talking like normal. Yeah. Completely ruined the character. And he was one of my favorite Disney characters. Sebastian fa fared a bit better. I think he did a lot better. But it's mostly because crabs already walk in a silly way and look silly kind of. They have eyeballs up on stalks. No, he's a crab. I thought he was uh, something else. No, he's a crab. I knew he was a crustacean. Yeah, because he's a crab. But is he not a different, like, kind of crab? No, he's just a crab. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. I thought he did well. Yeah, he did well because of that, but it was still a bit off-putting. It was kind of odd. The, but the weirdest thing also was there. there's, like, scenes where they're showing, like, seabird that seabird like go into the water and get a fish and eat it mm -hmm. and like ursula's like eating shrimpies or whatever and 
these they like they're like making it to where we're not supposed to feel bad about those fish. That's just how nature is. Yeah. Because we didn't hear that fish talk. I I think I told you this whenever we were like walking out of the movie. I would have preferred they would have tried to lean into some dark humor and had it to where the seabirds grabbing the fish that it's like, no, <laughs> my family. You know what I mean? Or a bunch of little fish being like, mommy, you know, uh, something. Because <laughs> yeah. it just seems so not, it seemed like such a not well thought out world because of that. Yeah, they just basically ate a person and we were yeah. just like, oh, not again, silly bird. And, and there was like a mild mention of the reason that the mer people, especially King Triton, doesn't like the humans is because like of pollution and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the only sense of pollution that we get is when their ships sink. And there's a strong implication that they're the ones that are sinking their ships. Yeah. So, I mean, a ship sinking back in the those days is not really polluting the ocean that much. Also, it's just wooden ships. I was going to say, isn't wood like... Uh, yeah, they're not like oil tankers and stuff like they are now. Mm-hmm. So, I just thought that was kind of weak. Um, weak sauce. Yeah. the They tried. They did their best with trying to recapture the magic of... Uh, the classic, the Disney animated movie for the musical numbers. I think they did a pretty good job with Under the Sea. I thought that was awesome. Looked every, Everything looked really fun, really cool, it, really whimsical. It was as good as they could do with what they had. I'll say that, because or with the style they chose. Because it's weird to have all these photorealistic-looking octopuses and, and mollusks and whatever. Horses. And they're doing now they're doing, like, dances and stuff. Yeah. You know? Um, so again, the whole movie—that's the best thing I can say—is like the underwater stuff is off-putting, the way it looks. Sure. And then you have like Javier Bardem doing a really good job, I thought, as King Triton, but the movie is constantly making you want to laugh at him by having him just stand there waving his arms around <laughs> like he's supposed to be swimming in the water. You know what I mean? Oh, that was the silliest thing I've ever seen. It was a this grown old man in like armor he's not that old sitting whatever sitting there just like doing a a, like a dinosaur swim just sitting in place it was so funny dog paddling and he's a merman so really like i get that the director probably looked at it when he was just sitting there and having his tail moving like they did in like the animated movie Mm -hmm. um but and he was like your arms need to be moving why don't you try dog paddling and then they're like oh that looks good enough but they could have had him just talking, just move his arms around like he's talking. You know what yeah. I mean? But no, he had to look like a goofball. It. Uh, we're almost out of time because we're only going to do one 15-minute segment on this. But I will say I don't have a problem with Disney taking um, classic stories that they had turned into animated musicals and telling another version of that story. You know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing inherently wrong with using these classic fairy tales like Little Mermaid. It's, I think it's silly to say that, that Little Mermaid and uh, Sleeping Beauty and those things ever should get made ever again because Disney already did the best version in a cartoon. Sure, that's silly. But they're just remaking the, the s- cartoon. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. They're not telling you a, a different story, the more authentic version. You know what I mean. The darker because those some of those stories are really dark. And get into that. Tell, tell, let's. Oh, if you're if you're gonna go make it to live action, then do the original version of the story. Yeah, make it real. Don't just redo your cartoon musical <laughs> in live action. I think it's an abomination that they need to stop. It, with two exceptions, Cinderella was really good, and I thought the Jungle Book was fantastic. Do you like Beauty but and the Beast? But those both deviated quite a bit. 
Beauty and the Beast, again, what makes it work is the stuff that already made it work, and everything they added made it worse. I hated the way that all the live-action candlesticks and whatever looked. Um, and they made Belle into an active, snobby biatch going around town complaining about all these provincial people when they never showed them being rude to her, ever. <laughs> so she just looked like a huge snob. Yeah. Anyway, um, a Little Mermaid, uh, I will probably give a 5 out of 10. I'm not even going to make up a rating. Yeah, I think I'll give it higher than that. Six out of ten seashells. Mm, yeah, see? Couldn't even... We'll, we'll be as creative as they were. Yep. Anyway, that's our take that's, on The Little Mermaid. That's our fun. Because fun. if you wanted to watch it, you already did, and nothing we can say will change your mind. Mm-hmm. Talk to you later, guys. Have fun. Peace. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>